Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Champumogyong. Champumogyong, Book 8, North-South Unification and World Peace. Expansion in Japan. The activities of left-wing student political activists and the students of the pro-Pyongyang Federation of Korean Residents in Japan endangered Japan by promoting communism. Therefore, the corresponding activities of the International Federation for Victory Over Communism have significant providential meaning. Through street campaigns and the distribution of printed material, IFVOC members warned the public not to be seduced by deceitful communist propaganda. We demanded time and time again that the Communist Party of Japan publicly debate us on the subject of Marxism. We participated in the front line of a revolution. Being on the front line of a revolution requires more than going on a long march. It may require you to put your life on the line, and it may last for generations. The enemy we will face on the front line in the future will be fiercer than the one we are fighting now. We have to redouble our resolve to counter that fierce drumbeat. But if we allow our resolve to decrease, then our defeat will not come as a surprise. So the first siege is within our own selves. This is the situation in which we find ourselves fighting. All of our VOC activities in Japan were reported by Akahata, the Japanese Communist Party newspaper, and thereby effectively broadcast to all the communist nations around the world. This newspaper is also sent to the Soviet Union and even to China. So the activities of the Unification Church actually are better known in the communist world than in the democratic world. We have made a critique and counterproposal to the Communist Party from a new angle. After being caught by our criticism, the time will come when they will have to explain themselves. I discovered that the Soviet Empire has installed a headquarters in every country in all six continents for the purpose of propagating communist ideology. They had involved news outlets and well-known politicians going back as far as the Second World War. I personally created an investigative team and spent millions of dollars to expose this fact. Because the Asian headquarters of the communists is in Japan, they held a meeting there and the Japanese Communist Party newspaper, Akahata, played a leading role. Because my ideology foresees defeating communism without even laying a hand on them, they held this meeting in 27 countries in order to defend themselves against it but they could not find a way around it. I am not a paper tiger. Our thought is based on right reasoning, so no ideological structure can stand against it. Since they are trying to find a solution where there is none, it must have been nightmarish for them. So they resorted to confusing people with distractions. First, they portrayed us as a problem before the Japanese diet. Then, they began to hold anti-unification church meetings in places like Tokyo University and the University of California at Berkeley. However, even in these public meetings, my strategy caused them to surrender. The Japanese Communist Party, utilizing their newspaper, Akahata, wrote a series of articles that tried to dig up dirt on the unification church and the IFVOC. They used various other methods as well to attack us. However, they cannot crush our work with such attacks. If we are attacked, our work grows bigger than the opposition we receive, and the public pays attention not to the attacks, but to our activities. The public is arriving at the conclusion that Akahata wrote those articles because they were afraid of the IFVOC. Eminent figures within Japanese society believe that within only 10 or 20 years, the Unification Church and the IFVOC will wield enormous influence in Japan, 
taking responsibility and leading in all areas. The Japanese Communist Party says that the International Federation for Victory Over Communism and the Unification Church are like a cancer, destroying their efforts to make Japan a communist state. They stated that our VOC activities in Japan were an issue for the Communist Party worldwide. In December 1974, they held a meeting of top intellectuals and scholars from 12 communist nations to discuss how to defeat the anti-communist ideology of the IFVOC. I heard a report in which they said the teaching of the Unification Church has such a deep religious base that they would not be able to touch it, so they retreated from the task. They could only conclude that our teaching is a dangerous and fearsome thing that they cannot defeat. So the Japanese Communist Party declared, Do not meet with Unification Church members. Do not meet with, debate with, or fight with VOC activists. To meet them is to our disadvantage. What we need to do is to gain victory through creating confusion and violence. In Japan, through the Victory Over Communism movement, we will mobilize all of our members to begin massive activities during the day. Moreover, during the evenings, we will host revival meetings nationwide. A national team will move in a circuit and hold revival meetings to improve members' knowledge of the principle, thus enhancing their faith. I also directed that members be stationed in key locations around the country to give lectures. Through the Asian People's Anti-Communist League, we can connect to Chinese people and Koreans living in Japan. By having foreign students who live in Japan attend our gatherings, we can establish a foundation for the IFVOC. In particular, because foreign students return to their home countries after graduation, my plan is to educate them in Japan and connect the rest of Asia to our base through them. If we hold such rallies one, two, and three times, I think that we will be able to build that base. We must do this work, which the Korean and Japanese governments cannot do. I gave instructions for the IFVOC to educate the police and middle and high school teachers in Japan. We are planning to start with middle and high school teachers. This is the way we are doing it in Korea as well. We educated more than 3,000 middle and high school principals there. Chungryon, pro-North Korea, has about 200 schools in Japan, while Mindan, pro-South Korea, has less than 10. Therefore, Going forward, we must build a foundation upon which Japan's middle schools and high schools can actively support the IFVOC. We also have to provide ideological education for the Korean Residents Association in Japan. Once that foundation is built, we need to create relationships with embassies and build a foundation for Asia. The Chungryon Group in Japan is searching for ideological leaders among their Korea University students. We must achieve results faster than they do. We do not have time to build a school as they have done, so we are using this emergency strategy. When I visited Japan in 1965, I had the occasion to meet with a very high-level person. I told him strongly, if you continue with your lukewarm attitude, in the end, you will not be able to withstand the communists. The Communist Party was already preparing for a revolution to take place in 1970, focusing on universities. Though they control certain labor unions and put them at the center of their organization, they are focusing their efforts on university students. Now they are making plans and testing the waters on campuses in preparation for the 1970s. As a result, the Japanese government is facing an urgent situation. Amid these circumstances, the Unification Church has appeared, shouting for victory over communism at the vanguard of the anti-communist cause. It has only been a year since we announced our VOC movement. Our young men and women have worked hard since then. As a result, officials at the district offices of the Liberal Democratic Party acknowledge that they must rely on CARP 
to lead the anti-communism charge. The Collegiate Association for the Research of Principles, CARP, associated with the Unification Church, is registered at 56 universities in Japan. Students in master's and doctoral programs have begun to study the Unification Principle. Meanwhile, Communist students and the Unification Church's CARP students are at war. During this struggle, there was an event where all of the Communist students switched sides and joined the Unification Church. What happened was that one of the underground teams that had been carefully planted by the Communists to strengthen their activities came over to the Unification Church. This was a problem for them, so their agents came to the Church and gathered intelligence about our members. They also launched demonstrations against us and tried to cause an uproar. Thus, our CARP meetings became a problem at Tokyo University, Kyoto University, Tohoku University, and other campuses. Every time CARP held a meeting, a huge uproar broke out. I brought 120 Tokyo University graduate students to San Francisco to be educated. The Japanese government cannot protect Japan against communism. Because the Unification Church understands this, it must take responsibility. That is why I initiated this work. They actually thought that it was too late to begin this work, but I said to try anyway. When something is not working, you have to put your life on the line to try to make it work. The communists opposed us fiercely, and all sorts of things happened along the way. That is why the president of Tokyo University and our church president entered into negotiations. They saw each other daily to negotiate, and became friends. For the most part, the students had signed up for the education based upon sincere interest, so these Tokyo University graduate students had no intention of withdrawing from the program. The graduate students ranged in age from 25 to 40 years old. They were intellectuals in their own right, capable of deciding for themselves. In the end, they all went ahead and participated. I went to Japan and told the Diet members who supported me, gather Korean, Taiwanese, and Japanese politicians and have a VOC seminar. They did exactly that with great success. We are doing work that even nations cannot do. We have a track record for this. Therefore, the Japanese government says they cannot do without the IFVOC. The Korean government says the same, as does the Taiwanese government. So they are competing for our involvement. Japan is holding on to us as mediators with Korea and Taiwan. Korea is holding on to us as mediators with Taiwan and Japan. And Taiwan is holding on to us as mediators with Japan and Korea. Now, the question is how to connect the free world, centering on Korea, Japan, and America. We cannot limit ourselves to mere talk. The issue is how to connect them. In order to tie these countries together, we began a sisterhood movement between the Korean and Japanese members of the IFVOC. Recently, I instructed the wives of our Japanese church leaders. Of course, male leaders are all aware of this work, but the women need to support them. I told them, we have to begin a movement to build an alliance between the wives of the 7.5 million IFVOC members in Japan and the wives of the 7 million IFVOC members in Korea. No matter what, we in Korea must create solidarity with these Japanese wives. We have to quickly build cooperation among families. We must create an organization in Japan and Korea that can follow the direction of God's providence no matter how much opposition there is in Japan. If we do not do this, we cannot bring America into the fold. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.